I'm getting down on one knee. Getting down on one knee. Yes. Don't care. Don't care. One knee. One knee. One knee. <laughs> knee. 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 Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelorette recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I am good. <laughs> I'm not going to forget today. No, we are not. I- I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. I'm going to do the thing do that it. I said I'm going to do. Do the thing. Thankfully, some Shandy's reminded us. Reminded me and you. Reminded and us. you to remind me. That's right. To remind you, the Shandy's, to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. It's either high or low. I don't remember. What is it? What does the notification bell do? It makes you get notifications. Noti- yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was just like a bell you ring. You're ding, like, ding. Yeah, like no, the town crier. When a new episode comes out, then they get notified. Okay, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. So subscribe, like. Oh, leave reviews. iTunes or, or Apple podcast reviews. Yes, very that's important. The big, big that's one, the big actually. one. Actually, yeah, that's the big one. We're trying to grow. You know. We're still, trying to still grow. Trying to grow. <laughs> we don't try hard. We no. don't try as hard as the others. No. We don't know how to do that. No, I think we're supposed to like we're get s- a PR and stuff, we're and we're just to do not. That. Just to do stuff. We, no. But we're doing this. So instead, we're asking you to do it for us. We've done this before, and we're shameful, so we're going to stop talking about it now. Okay. Let's okay. Stop. So, other housekeeping. Um. No, that's it. All right. Let's get going. Let's do it. Although they did say that they like housekeeping. I thought that was cute. Oh, All right. and follow us on Instagram. <laughs> All right, so let's get going with Bachelorette Season 20, Episode 4. We're in Stevenson, Washington. Mm, Washington State. Good state. It's gorgeous. Very pretty. Very. The entire team moves into Skamania Lodge. It looks very beautiful. And Jesse Palmer arrives in an olive green cable knit sweater. I had to point out his sweater Mm. just because I thought it looked so good on him. Does he pick his sweaters? Because if he does, he's got great sweater taste. I think that his stylist probably helps him. But they have a say. And you have to remember, Jesse's on ESPN, so he's got to make sure he's he's showing the correct image for his boys back home. Oh, you think so? Yeah, he doesn't want sweaters that are going too far. (laughs) I do. How can a sweater go too far? Oh, it can go too far. Men in sweaters, let me tell you, there's nothing quite like it. Yeah. Yeah. Just being a woman now. I don't know what that meant, really. But he looked really good in the sweater. Mm. Okay, so they half-heartedly sell Jesse as some Bigfoot enthusiast. Mm. It, it was Bigfoot. not convincing, though. Yeah, you know, Bigfoot's interesting. I, I was thinking about Bigfoot last night. Oh, I figured you would have some fun fact for us today. I don't know if I, I may, but but the general thought I have is like, you know, all these big mythological conspiracies are, they're, they're large. Mm-hmm. They're, they're expansive. It's like flat earth. Like the whole planet is flat. Uh-huh. Or like aliens, like are among us. Yeah. You know, alien, you know, invaders. But Bigfoot is small. And I've always found it puzzling. There's a Bigfoot everywhere. Bigfoot in the United States, Yeti in Asia. And even Australia has... Uh, Yowie. There's a literal um, organization. It's like a company that does research exclusively on Bigfoot. It's called like the Bigfoot Research Organization. I'm not even kidding. Like a BFRO or something. Or the BRO. <laughs> BRO? Would it be BFRO? Or bro. B- it's the bro. <laughs> Which, by the way, should have been the word watch word, except I would have no, lost we, it. Are you kidding? Yeah, That's like imagine. like. There's, a lot, but, <laughs> there's um, a lot of bros this But week. anyway, imagine going to work at the BRO. You have to get like, do you ever get sick of going to work at the BRO? You, you have to believe in Bigfoot. You get into work and you're like, oh, God, another day at the BRO. <laughs> 
sucks. Okay, so there's a day card for a one-on-one. It goes to Dotton. This yeah. is going to be celebrated this here. This is the rise of Dotton. Mm-hmm. Finally, a little late. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, considering this seems to be a short season. Yeah, we did the math. It seems like it's eight episodes. Charity picks Dotton up in a yellow Jeep, and there's an instant man chat now where Brayden is shown rolling his eyes over the other guys saying they have strong connections with Charity. He calls Sean Prince Charming from Shrek. Which I thought was quite accurate. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Also, the guy from Team America, the blonde guy, oh, or the, the main guy, the, the actor. A, yeah, no, the the puppet in Team America. They're all puppets. Yeah, but uh, well, why did you say the actor? Because the main guy. Oh, you mean is the guy the who's a big actor? Yeah. Oh, I see. That's He's very scouted confusing. for his acting. I mean, to say the actor in a movie is very <laughs> confusing. That's like meta. But yeah, the guy who's like the really good actor, mm-hmm. or his sidekick who's a dick, the blonde guy. Either uh, one. They both look like him. He's very all-American looking. Yeah, Yeah, I think Brayden, you know, this is one of the examples of him not picking his battles, but it's clear that they're just grating on each other. They're annoying man Like, it's so clear. Like, those man they're all saying exactly what they're supposed to say. I think I would also find that kind of annoying. Super annoying. But Brayden is not good at just keeping it to himself he was like his face is like twitching <laughs> you know what you, you know what the problem on this show is you're rewarded for being a goody goody and saying what you're supposed to say yeah. it's like say what they want you to say and you will be rewarded yeah. hard it teaches bad lessons it's actually. true don't do what everybody else is doing and what you're supposed to do break it it's true be brayden <laughs> This reminds me of your story about counting to a minute. Yes. I forgot if that was in a Q&A. That I was, think it was, yeah, in kindergarten. Yeah, and how you counted to a minute and all the other kids sat down at around 20 seconds. The, at the most. Yeah, yeah. You, you were a, a trailblazer, Andy. Yeah, it thinking was not, for yourself. not Aaron B. Okay, so Word Watch 1 comes along here. Uh, someone, I forgot who, says... Tried to question my intention, whether or not I'm here for the right reason. You'll all see who it is when I insert the clip. <laughs> And on the date now, Charity asks Doughton what he thought the date would be about. And he said, probably heights, quote, <laughs> which is interesting because that's one of my few fears. This was hilarious. I mean, he's, he knows. He knows. I mean, what a coincidence. Mm. Charity is fully crying because she's also afraid of heights. And she says she promised herself she would never bungee jump. I also did. And? It's a good promise. And I'm going to keep that promise. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Unless... No, no, unless, <laughs> no, unless someone says you either bungee jump or you die. That's always the thing. And it's, then I have to still think about it. I have to, I have to, I'm like, okay, give me one second. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll bungee jump. You know what? That's another life lesson. It's like, you swear to yourself, like that's a boundary you have for yourself. And they're like, no, you're going to bungee jump. Everything about this show is teaching horrible life yeah. lessons. And it makes you, it's such shame. If you like, I would, I'd be the first guy on the bastard to be like, no, I'm just not doing that. I, I wouldn't do it. I would love to watch that. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to watch you on the show, but I guess a few things, a few bad things would have to happen. Well, the first. senior, the senior league oh, is the coming. Oh, golden bachelor, and and we'd have to get divorced. But you know, if you really want, we can arrange. Maybe like we could just separate a for sham a divorce. While. Yeah, we do a sham divorce, <laughs> and then we do you know a sham getting married. Would watch the bleep out of you as the golden bachelor. All right, you're hearing that, ABC. <laughs> we will get divorced if you pick me as the golden bachelor. Dotton says, this feels like the closest thing to death I could possibly do. He's right. And of course, this goes off without a hitch. Hmm. You know, they they help each other through it. It was so exhilarating, in fact, that they did it twice. That's the weird part. Oh, you think so? Yeah, now I'm thinking maybe it's not that bad. 
Oh my God, you said at the time, maybe it's not that bad verbatim. I did? Yeah. <laughs> That's me. I'm me. <laughs> okay, Charity says in relationships, she tends to look out for other people, but Dotton looked out for her no. during this. That's, That's nice. nice. Yeah. And now they look at a rainbow in the distance and sigh at the same time. Yeah. And Drinks. then she marvels at how in sync they are. They are in sync. Yeah. It's Double very... Double rainbow. <laughs> Is that not funny anymore? Oh, I think it's not funny anymore. I think now it's only funny if it's a double something. Like you just made a single oh, rainbow, right. a double rainbow. You, you, you oh, can't you're do that. so right. You can't do a rainbow no. joke about that. No. It has to be a non-rainbow situation. It either has to be a double rainbow or a double something. No, if it's a double rainbow, it's too obvious. No, you can say double and you're rainbow. you're just the first person to get to it. It's just a race. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It has to be a non-rainbow situation. Then it's funny. Okay. All right. We settled that. Okay. So now we have a man chat with Aaron B. and Joey talking about Brayden. Shocking. Mm. Joey says Brayden seems shifty. And he commends Aaron for drawing attention to Brayden. So he's on Brayden's... Wait, he's on Aaron's side in this. Mm. And we get word watch too here. Joey says... I think it gets her to start to really focus on which guys are here for the right reasons. Mm. Meanwhile, Brayden is off having a chat with Xavier, but this is not a formal man chat. He keeps looking around. Yeah. Like he's forgotten he's been He mic'd. thinks because it's raining, they're safe. Like no cameras are going to be out. They know oh, that no yeah. cameras are near them, but no. they're never safe. You know, they're it's mic'd. so sneaky. When you're mic'd, you forget you're mic'd. Of course. Yeah. It's like forgetting who you're dressed like Pikachu on Halloween. <laughs> Pikachu. Is Pikachu a character? Yes. What does she look like? What is, sorry? What does Pikachu look like? But did you give Pikachu a gender just now? Is it a she or, I don't know. Is it just a, I, it's just a Pikachu. It, it is a Pikachu, a but I do suspect Pikachu's a boy. Oh, okay. That's just, I, I would put my money on that, but it could be an it. Is it yellow? Yeah. It's yellow round kind of thing? What's its power? You can do this. Pikachu. <laughs> No, but it has a power. It like, bounces really hard. No, no, no. Like an element. Um, it makes everyone freeze. No. It makes everyone laugh. No. It, I don't know. It, it calls on the power of... Of volcanoes. <laughs> no. Hurricanes. Tornadoes. <laughs> earthquakes. Actually, that's not really... Okay, I'll try a different <laughs> Lightning. That was lightning. I don't, I First was, of all, lightning doesn't make a sound. Okay, you do the sound of lightning. <laughs> hey, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> okay, you win. Thanks. So Brayden with Xavier off in this man chat that he doesn't realize he's in because he's forgotten he's mic'd is saying that he wishes he could see Charity off mm. because with her in the role of Bachelorette, she's always on. He says, just be off with me. How, okay, again. Brayden dropping heavy truth. What are you going to argue about there? Yeah. I Who mean, I wouldn't want to see her off. Honestly, I want to see her off. This is one of those situations where his body language was much worse than the words he was actually saying. Yeah, you're shifty. He, he was, was shifty. looking around. Yeah, he was like looking around. I would was... be too. He was saying things that the Bachelor Nation does not like. Yeah. But Big it's... brother. Excuse me, Brayden, were you saying something about the Bachelor being real? Mm. We don't like that. Or not here. real, rather. Sorry, not real. Yeah. Yeah, were you suggesting the accused... Bachelorette is not real? Well, and the thing is, this is true, though. It's true. The lead is contractually obliged to act. You think they want, they're interested in all these people? No. Yeah. A lead could literally just kick back and be like, where are the hors d'oeuvres? I want to get drunk. I'm yeah. not doing anything today. You're stuck with me. What are you going to do? Reshoot the whole season? Deal with it. No, you have to act. Mm -hmm. And you have to act interested in people. Yeah. And you have to say the things. And if you have nothing to say, you say, I feel like we have a connection growing and I think this could go somewhere and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> 
Very good, Andy. You. you would make a great golden bachelor. <laughs> Okay, so in the evening, there is a group date card, and going on this group date are Joey, Aaron, Michael, Caleb, Braden, Sean, John, and Tanner, which means Xavier, yay. Xavier we'll is, is right. So Xavier, for me, is becoming number one. Really? Yeah, he's my secret number one. Okay. He's really, uh, he's, he's, he's a cool dude. He's very cool. I like cool. Xavier. I like that he is kind of no BS, but he's also, he just keeps it he keeps a lid on it the way Braden can't he's cool and cool in the most literal sense he's yes. like he doesn't say everything totally and when he does say stuff it actually is worthwhile let me tell you whenever Xavier says anything in yeah. a guy setting on a date setting anything I'm like hmm yeah everything he says has value it carries weight because he isn't just running his mouth for no reason like just angrily over yeah. nothing speak softly but carry a big stick Wait, speak infrequently, but carry a big stick? <laughs> Wait, what does the big stick have to do with it? Well, Theodore Roosevelt said that. Speak softly, but carry a big stick. Meaning like, don't be blabbing, blabbing, blabbing. But when you do speak, make it powerful. But I why the stick? A stick for what? A stick, like boom, like you smash someone with a stick. Yeah. Speak I, I, softly, but carry a big stick. Is it stick? If I'm wrong about this, I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> don't Google it. Just let me take the brunt. I can always cut it. But I think the Shandies would be missing out. Yeah, they can have they can have this humiliation. But I think it speaks softly, carry a big stick, which just means like don't don't hammer them with your volume yes. and, your, and and volume like in sound and in quantity. Yes, just just choose your words carefully. Speak like in a in a normal inside voice uh-huh. and make the words powerful. Yes, I mean that's what Xavier does. He does, and, and he's I, very good looking. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, if Xavier's I was going to very... take down one of these guys. <laughs> Oh boy, me and Xavier, baby. Yeah, I actually think Xavier is like the more. I I can see why he and Brayden are friends. Like you can tell from this conversation that Xavier is just like a more chill version. And he doesn't want to. Xavier knows well enough that he can't be too friendly with Brayden. Because then he's going to get dirt on him. Because he's smart. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm telling you right now that Xavier is hands down, if I was a woman, I would go into that room and I'd just be like, that guy. Him, totally. I don't even think he needs to open his mouth. I mean, Dotton is still in the room, though. Dotton's too tall. He's too big. I can't handle a man that big. <laughs> I don't know what to do. You're not confident no. enough in your masculinity. No. Okay, so back on the date, Dotton and Charity, it's the evening. They're making s'mores. And Dotton reveals he has never made a s'more. And Andy, you claim... Okay, so after they, they, they coat their marshmallows yeah. and are toasting their s'mores, because, of course, that's what you do on this yeah. show... Andy, you claimed that their s'mores were professionally made. Yeah, s'moregate. I'm going to insert the clip here. We don't see them literally assembling the s'mores, but I just disagree with you so hard on this. I'm just telling you, I've made, first of all, I don't like, I don't like making s'mores. Never did. Even when I was a little kid, didn't like it. Who doesn't like it? I like fire. You know what it is? I don't like marshmallows. Not a marshmallow guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, can, can I tell you this? I like Rice Krispie treats. I like marshmallows when they're completely disintegrated. <laughs> okay, so they're disguised by other flavors. Yeah, deconstructed. You don't like the texture no, of a marshmallow? No, I, I don't like anything bordering on gelatinous. I like tofu when it's cooked to death, uh-huh. but like like that tofu where it's like gelatinous, Mapo, Yeah, Mapo it. tofu hate you it. don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, like, I don't care what seasoning's on it. What I don't about, I don't like spongy things. I don't like things that 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 have too much of a of a like you can jump off of them. It's bouncy. Yeah, I don't like bouncy things. What about jello? Jello is 
Oh, Jello is technically Jello tonight. You, I've seen you eat Jello. I like Jello. Jello is totally different. Oh, it's because it's Jello's like unapologetic about being what it is. I, Jello never fights back. Like I, <laughs> anything I do to Jello, it's going to take it. Unless I'm just like this, like, bing. And it'll be like, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. and I also don't like the stickiness. I invariably get some melted marshmallow in my hands. And for the next, for, until I get to a washroom, I'm just like, it's, it's like super glue. I will tell you right now. That I love. I know marshmallows. I know. <laughs> I know. I love a marshmallow, and even though a s'more, I think is slightly overrated, the activity of it makes it not so. And I beg to differ. I think that their s'mores were homemade, like they made them themselves. And I think it showed your inexperience with s'more making that you thought that some producer made their perfect s'mores to toast and eat. I'm just saying, if if they did make those s'mores, they probably would have shown part of the making. That's all I'm saying. I think the s'mores were too perfect. So now Dotton gives his backstory. He reveals he came to the U.S. when he was four. That he describes the green card or visa lottery. And his auntie had heard about this new visa lottery and then called his family or his parents to apply. And then that phone call was what eventually got him into the country at four years old. His whole family came over and he was marveling at how one phone call can just change the trajectory of Incredible. your life. Great story. I loved this. Dotton is another guy. Everything out of his mouth. Good. Dotton. Yeah, he never says stupid stuff. We said last week that Dotton says things. He says things. Things. Mm-hmm. Not just for the sake of saying things. Yeah. The things he says he are actual things. things. He respects words. He talks about how his parents struggled when they first came. They worked really hard to make sure he had a good life. Charity says she relates. Her parents worked so hard to give her a good life too. Uh, where she grew up, no one looked like her and she developed an achievement-oriented mindset where she had to be the very best at everything. God, the the two of them talking over this, it was just so touching. It's a real conversation. Yeah. He says no one can put her into a box. People have tried to put him in a box, but there's more to both of them, and that's one of the things he finds so attractive about her. And he earns his kiss, as opposed to a kiss where they're just like, okay, we got nothing else to say. Yeah. No more tropes. Let's Let's fill fill up the time until we can be interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. She says she feels so good around him. She's not just saying that. I love how she said that. She's like, I swear I'm not just saying that. Right. Because what she's basically (laughs) saying is I've been saying that the whole time. She said she hasn't had this in a minute. This. Charity in her ITM says that Dotton is taking the time to know her for her. And no one has ever taken the time to do that jeez god that's awful Dotton you know it really does feel like he wants to know her on just beyond the bachelorette it almost feels like he's annoyed that she's the bachelorette right right you know what I mean like he wants to get to know her in spite of the fact that she's bachelorette Mm. I guess it's possible it's hard to believe but I guess it's possible that someone could have not had a partner who's cared about them their whole life well and it also is you know says something about who she's been picking yeah maybe she's been picking real bad yeah she can't stop smiling as she gives him the rose and then they kiss and his hand I had to point this out because that first kiss I was like oh his hands are like magnets on her hips yeah. he goes in for the side face touch that was the music the music started <laughs> it was like silence until dun, 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 dun. It was, yeah it was like the movie where that you know that that uh that ski jumper guy who was from england who like literally <gasps> I couldn't loved that he movie. just was like i'm gonna learn how to ski jump at like 35 mm-hmm. and he just learned and he entered the olympics and actually did a real jump it was terrible it was like one third the distance of the worst jumper but he landed and he did it. I feel like the music, that was the moment where his hand touched her chin. 
giving that kiss a lot of credit. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. What was it called? Eagle? It was called The Eagle. Eddie the Eagle? Eddie the Eagle. Or it was called The Eagle. Oh, I, I want to see Eddie, that again. One of the two. Andy, your luscious mane of hair. Oh, stop, please. Of hair. I mean, it's out of control. Look please. at all that hair. It's out. It's insane. I mean, look. It, it, <laughs> Are you shy? Are you embarrassed? Okay, I will brag on your behalf because we are big fans of Nutrafol and you are very diligent about taking your Nutrafol. And I mean, you've you got a good head of hair is all Look, I'm saying. I appreciate all the compliments. Thank you. You're my wife, so I expect that level of complimenting. But <laughs> I do owe this primarily, I think, I think uh -huh. to Nutrafol. Yeah. I mean, Nutrafol is really the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, which I think says something. Dermatologists are already making a good living. They don't need to stamp their seal of approval on something that they don't actually believe in. That's so true. And Nutrafol makes it a bespoke experience. You go to Nutrafol.com and fill out their online quiz to identify the causes of your hair thinning, which by the way, are it's very common. It happens with both men and women. And certainly as you age... I've kind of gotten into supplements recently. Mm-hmm. And when I take my Nutrafol, which by the way is so easy, uh -huh. it's not like something you like scrub in your scalp or yeah. rub on your skin or like, mm -hmm. you know, you have to take seven times a day. It's just one time mm -hmm. I take the Nutrafol and when I take it, I'm like, this feels like it's doing something. Your hair's like boo 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 Yeah, I feel like there's like Play-Doh where you're like turning the thing. <laughs> But yes, you fill out that online quiz and then Nutrafol will give you a personalized full body health plan to help with your hair situation. And of course, you do that in conjunction with their supplements. And meanwhile, Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of hair thinning, which are, Andy? Stress, hormones, lifestyle, nutrition, environment, and metabolism. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners the Shandies $10 off their first month subscription plus free shipping when they go to Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Shandy. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code Shandy, Nutrafol.com, promo code Shandy. So Andy, I'm a firm believer that you are what you eat. Mm, me too. Yeah, I feel like you can sort of deny that that for a while but especially as you get older you're like oh wait i feel a lot better when i eat healthily yeah. as i get older i realize that all the sayings i was told as a kid were right and there are a lot of factors that go into a healthy well-balanced meal and that's why we love us some factor do you like how i did that uh. no <laughs> but factor delivers delicious healthy well-balanced meals that are never frozen never frozen and, to your door. And can I just focus on the thing that I think about the most? Like when I go to the refrigerator, I have to be honest. I always think, you know, your body's a temple, like watch you eat, portions, yeah, sugar, yeah. all this stuff. But really what I want is delicious. Yes. That's the main goal. Well, and that's why Factor is really at the top of our list. Like when we open the fridge and we've still got some Factor meals from our last delivery, it's like, yes. I once ate, and I, I'm not, not proud of this. I ate about two and a half Factors in one sitting. <laughs> And that's not to say they're not full servings. I was a pig, but they tasted so good, I couldn't stop. It was when we were tasting it. It was it was market research I yeah, was doing. Yeah, of course. Because Factor really has that restaurant. I always talk about this, the restaurant taste. You cannot fake a restaurant taste. I feel like you could drop this at a nice restaurant. Oh, we've it, fully had this conversation while eating Factor meals before. Where I was like, if I got this at a restaurant... I would be happy. Yeah. And by the way, we're not even talking about the health. If you are vegan, they have lots of options. If you are keto, that one is yeah. really limiting yeah. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. When you're going out to a restaurant, 
you cannot be as demanding unless you're going to a specialty restaurant. By the way, we didn't touch on this quite enough. The dinner you would be having in that restaurant would be about three oh. or four times as expensive as what you're having here. And it's not frozen. <laughs> no. It's honestly like having a personal chef without the awkwardness of the human in your house. <laughs> yes. It's better than a personal chef. The personal chef's like, how was your day today? <laughs> I saw you with a new girl. Like, oh God, I wish I had Factor. Plus, we always have to mention this. It matters to me. Factor is a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions. Source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. And feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. Ah, that's hmm. nice. <laughs> so head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Shandy 50 and use code Shandy 50 to get 50% off. So use code Shandy 50 at factormeals.com slash Shandy 50 to get 50% off. So they snuggle, make out in a hot tub outdoors, and Dotton says he's grateful, quote, for the forces that be that brought them together. And here, Andy, we paused and had a full conversation about how much we loved the wording of that. Forces that be. Yes. The forces that be. It's not just the people who cast him. It's not God. It's not charity for picking him for the date, partly because of his fear of heights. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like all of this stuff came together. They were all forces, whatever you believe in. Yeah. They came together to culminate in this moment. Absolutely. It's I loved beautiful. That. It was actually one of the most subtle and powerful breakages of the fourth wall on the show that I've seen. Oh. Well, she was basically saying like, this is a thing. That's crazy. And it brought us together. Yeah. Like people haven't said that exactly. Okay, so now it's the next day. It's the group date. Charity says she's got experts of the surrounding area, so mm -hmm. the outdoors, there to help out. Oh, the guys, I forgot, have to hike up to meet her. So yeah. it's a very outdoorsy date. We had to point out that everyone is wearing some sort of a, at least light jacket. Yeah, or cold. flannel or something. It seems chilly. And this is the day that Braden chooses not to wear a scarf. <laughs> You know, he's an iconoclast. He does what he wants. Yeah, he really does. He doesn't play by anybody's rules. No. When Charity says that she has experts on the area, Andy, you said animals? <laughs> but it turns out these Girl Scouts or Skamania Scouts come out, and Andy, you said, oh, not animals. <laughs> <laughs> the Girl Scouts... I they seem I mean they're obviously actresses but they almost seem familiar. They I think they were from Gabby and Rachel season. I was thinking that at least one of them was from Clayton oh, from, from Michelle season yes. where Clayton was being primed to be bachelor and oh, they had that right. scene afterwards. Yeah, totally. They're 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 just picking the same actresses. Actresses. <laughs> The girls task the guys with bringing back something to eat from the forest, something edible and mm. safe. With only five minutes in the woods, there's no way this was five minutes, just even in terms of all the ITMs that had to be had. The prize being private time with charity at the K-I-S-S-I-N-G tree. Yeah. This is like, this is the lowest form of one-on-one -on -one time. I didn't mind the editing of this, I will say. Like, whenever they referred to the kissing tree, it was never like, oh, yeah, the kissing tree. It was like the... Yeah, yeah. Like, they would always show the sign at the they, tree. They get the joke. Yeah, I mean, yeah it, it, was, was it was good. at least, like, slightly self-aware. So as the guys are running around, one of the girls asks Charity, who is the smartest of the bunch? And Charity says, definitely not Brayden. Huh. That's not very nice. <laughs> I think that he's very misunderstood. 
I don't yeah. consider Brayden unintelligent at all. I actually think Brayden is too intelligent. Okay, there's goofy music now where Brayden talks about asserting dominance in the woods. He's doing bird calls. This is him in the forest with his ITM. He takes a bite out of a way too perfect beat. There's no way he found those beats. There's no way. That's a whole food beat. Yeah. <laughs> Those are beets. You know when you go to a market and they just still have the grains on them? Those were the beets. Absolutely. That's the nicest beet I've ever seen in my life. There's yeah. not a chance. Not only was there no way that was growing on the hotel, I don't even think that was growing nearby in the state. No, Like I that's agree. from out of state. That's yeah. an out of state beet. Yeah, that's from the grocery store with the leaves still on. Yeah. And he's taking bites out of the beets and they have this bite sound that's just yeah. way too loud. They have it on repeat. Yeah. Every time he takes a bite, it's the same sound. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they had to pay for they like like AI or they just Google? Oh my god! Do you like, think that that's something that could is it happen? a stock sound? Like we got beat crunching sounds, we got apple crunching sounds. The beat crunching sounds going to be more expensive than apple crunching because that's a generic sound. Mm, you think so? Yeah, definitely. It beats more nuanced. Like apple, everyone knows the sound. I can hear the sound of an apple crunching. Like I could wake up from a deep long coma and I someone could bite into an apple. I'd be like apple. No, the problem with apples, you know, a beet is always going to be a really hard crunch, while an apple, depending on whether it's a Macintosh apple or a Granny Smith apple, you're going to have a different bite. But we're not talking about a Macintosh. We're talking about the standard apple crunch sound. It's like a hollow. It's like it's like almost like a log is splitting. Uh It's a very distinct sound. I feel like you if you were hiring some sound artist to give you these sounds, you're paying the same price for a beet or an apple. Hmm. Okay. If I was selling the sounds, I would charge more for a beat. Okay. That's just me. Okay. So the guys return with their edible wares. At one point, Tanner is shown seeming annoyed with Brayden for also putting his mushrooms on a a faux charcuterie board. Uh, That's a low bar for theft. They have to answer questions now, such as how would you keep charity warm if you had no fire? Who would you eat to survive? Of course, all the guys say Brayden and Charity's like, what? Why? That's too muscular. Not a good taste. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think Brayden wouldn't be the, the tastiest? Although they're all pretty muscular. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's too much muscle all around. I might go for Michael. Michael (laughs) seems like he's got some good, some good marbling in there. (laughs) And how do you want this journey to end with charity? Aaron B and Joey say on one knee or engaged, you know, most of them are saying the right things. And Brayden, meanwhile, dun, 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 writes content. (laughs) He's Zen. I think it's hilarious how hard they tried to make this seem like a bad, wrong like an answer. You don't want this to end on one knee. You want to end content. You selfish pig. Content. You know, let me tell you, the older I get, the more I value contentment. Can I tell you something? First of all, contentment is the best thing there is. There's yeah. nothing better. It's better than excitement. It's better, it's better than better even than- happiness. It's better than happiness. Was happiness without contentment is 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 brief. Yes, and happiness is made happiness by the fact that you also have down periods. You have sadness. Yes. You know, if you're just happy all the time, you can't be happy all the time. You then lose appreciation for it. But contentment, you, you know can be. You know who's content? Buddha. Buddha was never happy. You say to Buddha, you're like, "How are you doing today? Oh, I'm feeling great. It's doing awesome. I'm so happy." No, he was just like. I'm content. Yes. I really feel Brayden's answer here showed that sense of defiance. Yeah. He's like, I know what you all want me to say, yeah. but I'm not going to do it just because you're telling he me He will to. never do it. He will never do the thing he's supposed to do unless the thing he's supposed to do is the thing he wants to do. Yeah, or the thing he actually believes and feels. Be like Brayden. <laughs> um. 
Om. Is that what you say? I mean, Om? No, you don't say I that. would say also find it super annoying. Let me tell you, like in that experience, when people were having their girl chats and they were always a little too eager to have them saying the exact rote thing that they were expected to say when they were expected to say it. I was rolling my eyes. I'm like, there's no way you, you, you actually feel that you way. You know what I would feel like? And this is me. So if I become the Golden Ambassador ABC, I'm just telling you, <laughs> you got you to gotta get ready for this. If I heard those rote things, I would feel like I was being used. I would feel like there was something they were trying to get from me. Mm. I would feel like a dollar sign. Yes. Yeah. Or a means to an end. Yeah. Because I'm sorry, you should have some doubts. And I think contentment is honestly a very mature thing to want at the end of all this. Yeah. So unsurprisingly, Aaron is crowned winner here and Brayden is upset about this. Yeah. He says, where do you see yourself at the end of this down on one knee? That's the most generic thing in the world. He's, and like, he's giving her exactly what he's supposed to. He's like, I don't care if we don't get along. I don't care if we hate each other. Yeah. If I never want to touch you again, I'm going to be down on one knee. Because that's what I'm supposed to do to win this show. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. I call bullshit. He calls Aaron a cookie cutter dude. I, I mean, mean I, that's what he's showing us. He may not be a cookie. I bet Aaron isn't a cookie cutter dude. How, but here he is. It is. I would be frustrated too. Me too. You have all these signs to give these answers and you're just like, oh, it, you know what it is? It's like the easiest quiz in the world where you know the answers and you're like it can't possibly be this easy you know absolutely you know what I, oh my god you know what it reminds me of is when you're in a cab and you have the, that like octopus game where it's that it, it's like who wants to be a millionaire to kind of questions but they're just way too easy like stupid easy oh, right and you're looking at it and you're like i can't even be bothered to lift my finger to press a b c it's or d it's an insult to my intelligence to even engage with the game right that's how these answers feel in this game i 100 percent agree and also the way Braden feels just to make another analogy not exactly like yours <laughs> Is when you're like sitting, it's like it's like fifth grade and you're all taking some dumb like middle of the year quiz. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter for anything. And you just glance over and you're like, oh, you, you're not even cheating. You're just checking to see if they have the same answer as you. Like yeah. a smart guy. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's the same answer. OK, I'm on the right track. Yeah. And then Aaron B goes to the teacher later and is like, I just want you to know. <laughs> That, uh, yeah, Brayden was cheating the whole time. So Brayden in his ITM heading into the evening says he thinks Charity's an amazing woman, but he's not going to settle for someone who doesn't add to his life. Maybe she's an amazing woman for someone else. Like, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with saying this, Again, but I, you know, you don't say this. That's bad. Well, he's going to lose the game. But he's, he's winning the, the, the journey. You know what's interesting is if I honestly think if a female contestant said this, it would not be seen in such a negative light. Most of the things that Brayden says, I think, would be is a double standard. It's to so some true. Degree. Yeah. If a woman was like, you know, he seems like a great bachelor, but I'm not going to settle for a man that doesn't add something to my life. We'd be like, get it, girl. Well, that's the double standard here is that the men are not allowed to question this from day one. Yes. They're just like, they have to be like, I'm Which, getting down on one knee, getting down on one knee. Yes. Don't care, don't care. One knee, one knee, one knee. Knee, 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 knee. One knee. Nice. So now it is the evening, the cocktail party. There's a man chat with all the men waiting for Charity to arrive. Joey and Aaron and Sean are all saying everything they're supposed to be saying. Oh, yeah. Everything you could imagine is being said, is being off. said. Yeah. Brayden, meanwhile, says he's serious about seeing ch if charity is for him. Mm. So not only just 
everything about charity, but like just charity work for me too. Yeah, that's a novel concept. Yeah. No, but also not allowed. not allowed. Not allowed. And I guarantee you if a female contestant said that, it would be applauded. Absolutely. Aaron accuses Brayden of being pessimistic based on this. And Brayden says, why would he tell Aaron how he's feeling when he's just going to backstab him anyway? Of course. I mean, I don't disagree with that. And Aaron's like, well, you packed your bags and you wanted to leave. And Brayden says, so I was having a hard time. So two things to unpack there. (laughs) First is, I think there's nothing wrong with wanting to leave if you're having a hard time. Absolutely. And this goes against, remember in episode two or so, I was like, we never saw it coming out of his mouth. Everyone's packed up to leave for the cocktail party. So I just have to point out that I was wrong. Apparently, Brayden did threaten to leave having packed his bags, all the things. But I maintain that there's nothing wrong with wanting to leave if you're having a hard time. Yeah, but he also told Charity. And when Charity was right there, usually that, like, honestly, I give him a break on that. That to me is a respectable white lie. Like, I, I felt like, I feel like I could have said that and kind of been lying and what thing? it'd be okay. The packing of the bags and telling Charity. <laughs> the packing of the bags. Yeah, the, the, the packing of <laughs> <Yeah>. the bags. <laughs> no, but he told Charity. He said he told Charity. I said, I told Charity. Charity shows up. And she's like, what's this? And he's like, he said he would pack his bags, blah, 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 twice. And 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 Brayden's like, yeah, I told you, remember? And she's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. She didn't disagree. No, actually, she said not twice. So he didn't report oh. to her in his very limited time, let's say anywhere from five to 25 minutes a week of time with her other than his date. And who knows, maybe he packed up since his date. So he hasn't even had time to report to her that he packed his bags and changed his mind again. So he's one to- packing of the bags short. <laughs> Yes, this reminds me of you've mentioned before with Bachelorette seasons how the Bachelorette ends up feeling like this like stern mother figure. Yes, there to it's scold. Unbelievably unsexy. Oh, the dynamic, right? Yeah. It really is, and this is nothing against Charity. It happens every season. Stay in line, do what you're told. Yes, and, and re- you'll get the kisses, and you'll get the ring. <laughs> you'll get the kisses. You'll be rewarded with the kissing tree. Yes, it's actually kind of. It's gross. It's gross. And they talk about, they're all this like, you know, they talk about how they're so progressive on the show now. <laughs> you know, they're all, oh, they're like this improvements. What about that? What about the archaic construct of having to like do all the things you're supposed to do to earn a kiss from a woman? Yes. <laughs> yes. Private time, which private is always time. mostly making out. Yeah. Don't say you want to be content. That ain't going to work. <laughs> Better not do that. Yeah. I understand that she doesn't want to be left hanging with someone who's not as invested as her. I get all that. But this just felt like semantics to me. He told her he packed his bags. That's enough. Yeah. If he packed his bags 75 times, (laughs) the fact that he told her he packed them once is enough. Yeah. That's all she needs to know. It just feels very mother-son dynamic. And again, I'm not blaming Charity for this because it really does happen every season. And I think it's encouraged. It's encouraged. The format of the show gives her no latitude to not be the house mother of the show. Right down to the tattling. You know, the guys are like, oh, he did this and he did that and he did this and he did that. It's it's like I'm winning favor. I'm currying favor for myself and maybe my friends. I'm okay with my friends, too, as long as he, you know, gets time out. And it's so unromantic. It is. It's you want to fight for it. Go have like a cage match. I know. Just be like, you know what? I challenge you. There should be like a dual that's portion why, of the that's show. That's why I prefer Singles Inferno. <laughs> okay, so we sort of glossed over the fact that Charity walks in while this argument is taking place. So she hears- By accident? Yeah, right. Thank you. <sighs> Good point. So she walks in just as Brayden saying he could leave. And of course, the guys all talk about how Bra- Brayden has threatened to leave all right in front of him. And so she's there with like her hands on her hips. And I got to say, just to add one more thing to this. 
everyone threatens to leave. I thought about leaving so many times. Oh, I know. And let me tell you, Nikki Farrell, who won my season, you think she didn't think about leaving? She had to be talked off the ledge like three different times. I actually think the people that never contemplate leaving or never vocalize contemplating leaving are often the ones that want to just stick around to see how far they can get. Absolutely. The ones who are the most sincere about how much they like the lead from day one mm. are the ones who are bullshitting. I would be remiss if I didn't quickly touch on Charity's outfit here, by the way, because she's mm. wearing a wine-colored satin suit with a black lace sort of bralette top mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. It's a crop. It's very, I mean, this is a fantastic look. Her hair... Can we talk about how, what a difference her hair made with this outfit versus if it had just been down? The, she's so good with the side wisps. She did this a lot on Zach's season. No, that no. Took me, that took me a moment. Oh, my God. I almost said Clayton. Okay, on Zach's season. And I missed this because mm. Charity pulls off the power updo. Mm -hmm. And it really made this suit go from like, oh, you know, that's a, a fun statement to like a statement. I was distracted from how annoying the scene was by her look. <laughs> yeah, well, in a way, it almost suited it because she was wearing the suit. Yeah. So she takes Brayden for a stern talking to mm. now. She asks, what's making this so hard for him? Why is he struggling so much? He says he doesn't know where he sits with her. And she says she's aggravated because she feels she's made it clear how she feels about him. So I have to say, I don't love that this was Brayden's response. I agree. Because I think that Brayden actually has been given plenty of yeah, validation in this situation. Yeah, I don't know if that's what he really wanted to say, but if that's what he was feeling like he should lead with i disagree with his choice i of agree words. i think it would be better off to just say i'm having a hard time yeah, in the house i'm having a hard time psychologically this this whole situation is really freaking me out yeah i mean brayden is honest here when he says he likes her but he doesn't want to be there anymore and he doesn't feel he's capable of getting there in this environment i mean again he's saying He's saying the things people think, but they suppress, but they want to win. Yeah, they want to stay for as long as possible. They want to get as much of that sweet, sweet TV time. Andy, you called him here a bizarro world Charlene. <laughs> I stand by that. I do feel you tend to compare anyone who leaves the show to me in this way, but I kind of know what you mean. He's like... I don't think I can get to the place I'm supposed to get to in this situation. And I'm having a hard time with this situation. So I'm kind of done. I mean, it's not so different from how I felt. I just went about it in a totally different way. But also telling the truth too much. Oh, saying what you 100%. think too much. Showing what you think too much. Yeah. A lot of the things he's saying are not, they're all things I said. Yeah. The difference is, is that I made fewer enemies. Yes. If you make this many enemies, you are giving them ammunition. You know why? Because you spoke softly and carried a big stick. <laughs> Charity says it's disappointing, but she deserves someone who will, quote, wholeheartedly put their whole heart in this. <laughs> wholeheartedly put their whole heart in this whole heart of the wholeheartedly <laughs> heart. She walks him out now, and Charity in her ITM says that Brayden is like her ex. He plays victim and doesn't take accountability. I have to analyze that just slightly here. I actually, I don't know if I think he played victim. Oh, I don't think he played victim. I actually think he almost forced himself to be a victim and then didn't fully play victim. I think he knew. He even said it later. He said, basically, I screwed myself. Like, yeah. I said too much. yeah. I don't think... He later on says, I don't want to be a martyr, and I talked too much. I think he was just being honest. I don't think Brayden is a, is a victim-feeling guy. No. I don't get that at all. Something about this stood out to me, because I was like, he doesn't take accountability. 
ability. I'm, I'm actually thinking, I don't know if those are the two things Braden did here. Mm. I think Braden annoyed a lot of people. He rubbed yeah. a lot of people wrong. He's, he's too much. You he get was too much. too honest. He spoke too much. He was too much Braden. obviously a lot to live with. Like, yeah. I'm sure the guys I'm were sure. all annoyed with him. Works. I mean, the thing is, if someone is being ganged up on by an, the whole team, yeah. eventually they're just going to seem like they're playing victim, but they are a victim. They're a victim. Of, of being ganged up on. Yeah, and in that case, you could be like, well, he caused everyone to gang up on him. But sure. I actually don't think Brayden was like, you're all ganging up on me. Like, stop doing this to me. Like, playing the victim ha having got himself no. in that situation. He actually continued to say the things that got him into that situation in the first place. I don't think he And he never victim. whined about it. No. And I honestly think that it was sort of like a snowball effect. I think like he did one thing that pissed one person off and then he did another thing that someone's like, ooh, that's a thing you don't say in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. say that. And then that thing. And then suddenly, I think a lot of like wars are sometimes started by one guy smacking a guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So Braden in his exit interview says he struggles with getting dropped from cloud nine instantly. So he'll be brought up to cloud nine and then dropped. And I actually think that sums up his experience quite well. I agree. Everything from that first kiss to Charity's brother to the first impression rose to then him saying how he felt in the house and then people talking about him. Then he gets his one on one date. And then Aaron says, you've been doing this. It's been this roller coaster. This is what I'm going to say. My one critique. I think Braden is used to getting what he wants. Uh, in relationships yeah i think he's not used to being like sort of eh, you know oh I'm, I'm, I'm i was into you now i'm not into you i think i think he's a little spoiled it's my guess it's just a guess it's yeah but i mean even he said that he was cheated on and had like trust true. issues from his last That's relationship so. so that contradicts that yeah You're right and you know the thing about it is is that I, in the past, and this in our recaps, I've pointed out people who seem very jealous. Mm. People are like controlling. They're like, I don't want you kissing other guys. If you're going to kiss somebody else again or yeah, sleep yeah, with yeah. somebody, I want to know I'm out. I don't want to do this. That's not where Braden was really coming from. No. He was preempting it. He was saying like, look, this is weird. I'm not used to this. I just, I don't have the toolkit for this uh -huh. situation. Yeah. Like, unless you can show me a little more, like, I just don't think I'm going to do this. Well, and I also maintain, or what, not what I said, but what we both said two weeks ago when we talked about the device, the the kissing record thing. Yeah. His issue was about being made to stand there watching it happen. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many little intricacies and you can so easily slice up all the sentences and make it seem like he's just a jealous, controlling guy, which is really not my takeaway from Brandon no. at all. No, I don't take that. I think he lacks a little bit of like uber confidence. But what 24 year old doesn't oh. lack that kind of relationship? confidence? What Braden lacks is finesse. Yes. That's it. Yeah. He always comes in with a sledgehammer. Yeah. He lacks finesse and he's expected to play the octopus game in the in the New York and taxi love cab. And yeah. love it. Yeah. I won. <laughs> How many numbers are there before four? <laughs> I got it. Charity returns to the group and says Brayden will not be returning. And quote, that is a decision I'm confident in. <laughs> we had a good laugh over this, Andy. I mean, she does know people are going to be watching the show hey. in a few months, right? <laughs> I mean, she's the lead. You know, it's like it's like the boss when when like an underling does something good. The boss is like, I'm so glad I made this decision. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the underlings like, mm. yeah, I can't say anything now. No, nope. it's gone. So cue sweeping feel good recovery music. Yeah, we get the recovery music. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wrote that. It reminds me of like spa music kind of, you know, where it's oh, like. Oh, I love spa music. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. Once I get into spa, every time I go to a spa, I'm like, I don't want to go to a spa. You know me in spas. I just have some aversion to going to a spa. But then when you're there. Oh, oh, as soon as I hear that music, I'm like, this is the right place to be. I don't know why you fight me on spas. Yeah. No, you're always right about a that. Good, it's yeah. a good time. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so with the feel good recovery music, we get a montage of Night in Shining Armor one on one time I wrote with each Aaron, Sean, Joey, Tanner and Michael. Lots of making out across mm-hmm. the board. And the group date rose here goes to Joey, who pretty much I mean, all we really saw of their time was him assuring her that he would be ready to get down on my knee. That's <laughs> the most Joey is thing. a good kisser. This well, kissing is really carrying. Him. Oh, for me, Joey is just. You know what he's good at doing is just playing doing the octopus thing. game he's, and pretending that he like he's it. really achieving. He's something. in the backseat of the car, cheering and clapping, <laughs> and with with cards from his grandfather. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, he came with props. He came with everything. Yeah. Okay, so now it's the next. I mean, do you think people are going to know what I mean by this octopus game? No. Ah, oh, that's heartbreaking. That's a trivia. Just like call it Jeopardy. It's like a trivia game, but the questions are so so stupid like they're way too easy that you can't even be bothered to play i'm upset if people don't know what i'm talking about because it really is the perfect analogy it's really dumb there's only once in a while there are two answers that are like one of them could possibly be like if you were really half asleep or like wasted in the backseat of the cab (laughs) you might think it's that for a second yeah but that's as far as it goes yeah it's like who starred in like mission impossible like tom booze like Lom Smooze, like <laughs> Joe Snooze. Okay, so now it's the next day. Xavier has his one-on-one. They explore the local fruit festival. Uh, I wrote a very weak farmer's market. I got to be honest. I question this fruit festival oh. if it's official. Andy, you said it feels like they just set this up just for this. Yeah, I think if they're going to have a festival in a town that wants to make a name for himself, it's not like everyone in the world is like, oh, Stevenson, Washington. Obviously, everyone knows that. Yeah. They're not going to call it the Fruit Festival. It's going to oh. be something cooler than that. Okay. It's too generic. Yeah, it did feel very much like they just set up tables from yeah. the conference room. It's like, do we got any bananas? <laughs> any grapes? <laughs> any oranges? <laughs> the pear jam making thing. Oh, yeah. Like, just throw some sauce. I'm telling you, those were, those were not pears. They just literally went to the store. We got a bunch of applesauce and just stuffed it, it in there. It looks like that, yeah. yeah. And then poured some, like, marshmallows in. Just mixed it up. <laughs> marshmallows. <laughs> Give it some gelatinousness. Wait, gelatinosity? Gelatinosity, I think. Gelatin. No, like what if something what if something displays the aspects of being gelatinous? It's ge- oh gelatin. So it's not gelatin. Or you think maybe it's gelatinousness. I think it might be gelatinousness or gelatinosity. <laughs> they take a train ride now where Xavier says he's grown a lot already from this experience. He didn't expect it. The body language is questionable here. It's like he's got his arm over her shoulder. And she's and he's like looking at her and like very close to her face, but she's kind of like this. It mm. doesn't feel like she's into him, if I'm honest. I agree. And even when they kiss for a bit, and then she puts her head on his chest. Yeah, the head on the chest is like it's kind of like a break. It's I, like a restroom. You know what it felt like? It felt like Charity's tired. Tired. I would also be getting tired she's around fatigued. this point. Yeah. She's been on a handful of one-on-one dates. She's been dealing with all this group date yeah. stuff. She's like, I kind of I needed a day off. I agree. Yeah, instead I had to make pear jam <laughs> and bob for apples. At the fruit <laughs> festival. I wrote, as if she's hearing me questioning things, she then says Xavier reminds her of her ex, mm. and she's not sure she could get there with him. So mm. there's a lot of... Ooh. 
But I mean, none of us were buying it. No. Let's be honest. She's going to get there. Yeah. In the evening, Charity in her voiceover says that Xavier reminds her of her ex because she needs to find out how loyal a guy he is. What and she it, means here, like he looks like her ex? Yeah. But he just like has the same like it's voice t- timbre of her ex? Like, You're what, right. What is there that? wasn't a lot to go off here. She kept yeah. saying that he reminded her of her ex x but there was no actual trait to suggest it andy here we paused and went on a tangent about loyalty and how people have it all wrong when it comes to loyalty do you want to talk about it quickly because we're over time already loyalty is a show don't tell it's like asking someone at like seven years old, what's the meaning of life? And you're like, got, okay, got it. Okay, now I'm going to do it. No, you have to find it. You have to go on the journey. You yes. can't get loyalty out of the gate. It's true. How do you get loyalty? It's, you know what you get? You get bullshit. If someone's like, oh, I'm really loyal. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm loyal. I'm really... If someone tells you they're loyal in the uh-huh. first week, watch out. In fact... I would put more stock in someone telling me that they've cheated on past partners Absolutely. than someone telling me that they're really, really loyal. You know who would do that? Brayden. <laughs> Yeah, the whole like I'm really loyal. We were talking to What does that uh, mean? Yeah, we were talking to a friend the other day who's going through a breakup and we and I asked her what are her like needs versus her wants. What does she need number one? And her number one thing she said was loyalty. And I we both took issue with that because I think loyalty that's not a compatibility thing. No. First, you need to build the blocks of compatibility. What makes the two of you worth being loyal for? Yeah. It's like going in, it's like going into a cave, like you're a spelunker. You get into the entrance of the cave and you're like, just, just, I want to see what the end of this cave looks like. Yes. Show it to me. Yeah. Like, no, you got to get in there. Uh Uh-huh. God, I don't want to do that. Nothing I want less than to go into those narrow passageways and cave diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cave diving? Cave crawling? Well, let me tell you, the new Zelda, okay, this is just a tangent for the people who like Zelda. I know that a lot of people don't, you can just fast forward 15 seconds, but- the new Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, you have to go in all these caves. And I'm not going to lie, I find it scary. Because sometimes in one of those caves, there's a monster you don't expect. And it's very, very jarring. Wow. Now we've gotten off track. But <laughs> I respect the, the I thank you for the Zelda yes, example. Uh-huh. But loyalty is something not only you have to earn, but you have to find through discovery. Yes. And that's part of the process. And if you're with the right person and everything else jives, you're going to get the loyalty. Yes. Saying you want loyalty is like, what do you like about food? I like to feel full. You know what I would rather is honesty. Honesty, yes. Because an honest person will tell you where their loyalty stands. Yes. Loyalty is an effect. It's not the cause. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right. that's, we, we, we agree, agree on this. Okay. <laughs> it's fun having these debates with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like talking to ourselves. I'm going to list some things for you, and you tell me if this is a good or bad thing. Heavy, smelly, greasy, Bad for the environment. Annoying. (laughs) You have 10 seconds. That's why we love us. Our Lomi, which is our electric countertop composter, which has completely changed not only our lives, but our lifestyle. Our food waste, which used to go into a garbage bag, and it would sit in that bag for maybe two days, three days, while we filled up the rest of the garbage bag, it would start to stink. And by the way, it's July Oh, it's, yeah. It's not like your garbage disposal area is yeah. for some reason refrigerated. Finally, you're lugging it out and it's heavy. It's wet. It's often dripping. If I can go 
not one more day in my life of having a drip in garbage. Mm. This will be a life well lived. Yeah. That's why the Lomi is such a game changer. You put all your food waste. So this is food scraps. This is the part of the pepper you don't eat. This is the leftovers that aren't quite enough to get another meal out of. This is the scraps on your plate. They all go in the Lomi. And then with the push of one button, the Lomi magically transforms all that food waste into soil, which you can then sprinkle on your plants to make more green in the world. And not to backtrack, but that smell, by the way, Mm. that is so revolting to us Mm -hmm. is a dinner bell for rodents and insects. Yes. We used to have a recurring mouse, Mr. Mouse. Would come around, especially in the summertime, and we've noticed a big difference because of the Lomi single-handedly. You know, it's been so long that I actually am starting to almost miss Mr. Mouse. (laughs) Mr. Mouse has found someone else's garbage to ruffle through. Oh, and we haven't even talked about what happens after that garbage bag leaves your house or your building. Because it's not like that just magically goes off into the distance and you never have to think about it again. You might not think about it again, but that food waste sits there and gradually turns into methane, which is a very harmful greenhouse gas. Much more harmful than CO2. Yeah. and Much it just, more. Yes. And meanwhile, you could be turning that same food waste, that same future methane into nutrient rich soil for plants. That make your plants healthier. It's insane. And make your neighbors come over and be like, oh, wow, what nice plants. Yes. So you get more friends. <laughs> so whether you want to make a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com Shanty and use promo code Shanty to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off your Lomi when you go to Lomi.com. That's L-O-M-I.com Shanty and use promo code Shanty at checkout. And we thank Lomi for sponsoring this episode. You know, Charlene, when I was a kid, if you called someone square, that was an insult. Oh, that's yeah. a little before my time, but you're right. Oh, yeah, don't it's be like such a calling square. them a loser. Yeah, yeah. They're a nerd. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you something that isn't a loser or a nerd. <laughs> and that's square space. Yes. They understand that that square, either the screen that you're, that's on your computer or the screen in your hand, is where the world is. And that space can be filled with your online identity, your business. You can sell yourself. You can promote yourself using that square. Why would you not use that square space? I'll tell you that space might be square, but it is not square. (laughs) Okay. So we do love us Squarespace. This is for real. We've been Squarespace customers long before we ever started Dear Shandy. And let me tell you, I had used other website design platforms before that. And it says something that once I went Squarespace, I did not go back. I moved everything over. So tell me, Charlene, what makes Squarespace so good? (laughs) Well, Andy, first of all, it's their templates. You guys have heard me talk about their templates, but they really are a game changer. They give you these models to work off, a template that you just plug and play your own graphics, your images, your information into. So even if you don't want to be the person that spends hours upon hours making their website uniquely bespoke, Honestly, you can use their color templates, their layout templates, and instantly, in a day, have a beautiful website. And also, their features are out of control. They have a feature for every need under the sun, whether you are running your business, whether your site is just a sort of landing page, it's a portfolio for your work, or maybe you provide a service, you need to be booked through the site. I could really go on and on. You can tell I am talking about Squarespace like someone who has spent a lot of time on Squarespace. I wish every time I asked a question, I got that kind of answer. (laughs) 
So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash Shandy and use code Shandy to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash Shandy and use code Shandy to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, so they're at dinner now. Andy, you had an issue with how big the portions are. That was a big big, beautiful portion of food, which Mm -hmm. I believe was a steak. And I can't think of a more sinful thing Mm. than having a giant steak sitting there. It's a prop that's going to be thrown in the garbage. I would like to think that someone is going to eat it. I don't think they are. I really don't. I think that food is going to go in the garbage. Uh, I hope you're wrong. That makes me sad. Again, this is my biggest of all the issues I have with this franchise. Honestly, it's all fun in the end. The one issue I really want them to change is this food thing. Mm. Eat the food. Yeah. Okay, so Charity's on a mission to find out how loyal a guy Xavier is. And I wrote cute interview vibes. She asks him if he can see himself getting engaged at the end of this. And he says when he's in a relationship, he's in it. His big fear actually is that his feelings are not reciprocated. And this lines up very nicely with Charity's fears of not being prioritized or being cheated on. So... You know, they seem pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they really are. Uh, That's it. Doesn't remind you of Rex anymore. <laughs> Xavier says what Charity can expect from him always is complete honesty. That's I mean, that's what we want. I'm into that. That's Very what we into want. that. And now he reveals that he went into his field. Let's double check. He's a PhD in uh, chemical and biochemistry, I think biomedical scientist he's getting his phd very impressive you can really feel it too yeah and he says it's because his mother has ms MS, right that's really bad and his father is her primary caregiver he wants to be able to be that for his partner that's why he's pursuing what he's pursuing she starts to cry here it's very sweet he closes his eyes in that way that i find men do when they're trying not to cry they definitely connect here she gives him the rose and the way he says, of course, she says, will you accept this rose? And he's like, of course. Yeah. It's oh, very I sweet. I mean, Xavier is just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we, we love Xavier. Okay. So now it's the next day. We get lots of positivity because Brayden's gone. Yeah. That's worth celebrating. It's so great. Now we have a show that's going to be super boring. <laughs> so happy about that. Charity arrives in a bright red satin halter gown mm-hmm. with a plunge neckline. There are these two rows of embellishments she's got a center part and sort of farrah fawcett curls and a fur trimmed white cape it's a very old hollywood look yeah i'm not gonna complain about her hair being down with this no, because i found the dress kind of predictable and not in a bad way and therefore it didn't matter it's not like the dress was trying to do something different to me this was a tongue-in-cheek outfit yes yeah Yes, it worked. You know, it's like Jennifer Rabbit esque, kind yes. of like pushing it obviously a little too far, a little homage mm-hmm. to the forties. Full blown homage, yeah. red carpet, red lip. It was, it worked. Okay, so we get a montage of one on one time. First with Aaron, he massages her. Uh, Dotton, she shows him a childhood photo. Can I just even analyze there the difference in those two one on one times? Yeah. One is Aaron being Aaron. He's like, oh. You're tense. I'll massage you. Yeah. And with Dotton, she brings him a photo of her as a child where he where he like he's like, I can see it. And they're talking. It's just there's so much more substance. It's real. It's two people having a real thing. Yes. And it also shows that she sees him differently. Yeah. 
It's not just like, oh, let's get through this one-on-one time. It's like, oh, I brought something that we can talk about. All Dotton has done by doing this is make himself the guy to be. Okay, so basically, time with Joey's just making out. Off in the woods, she and Tanner aggressively make out. It was a very aggressive makeout. Yeah. I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it either. Tanner. Didn't look like a good makeout either. No. It looked like sort of like a, just a, like, let's really make out, like make out. Yeah. We're here. It's time to make out. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to do the thing that I'm here to do. Yeah. There's not any romance, yeah. honestly. Tanner's a short charmer. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Cue ominous music because Brayden is returning. Uh, someone says, why is he here? While we're shown Caleb gasping and we both laughed really hard. Here. Yeah. Caleb. Caleb. Why Why is Brayden here? Yeah. Why is Caleb here? Caleb there? literally hasn't been within six feet of charity for like two weeks. He's the one guy. Like, have we seen any makeup? Nothing. There? He's there simply because he is that guy. Yes. He's there to show his face and to be a WWF. <laughs> Go ahead. You try it. WWF. Today, three times. WWF, WWF, WWF. Oh, you just made oh. it. I should have said four. <laughs> Brayden walks in on John and Charity. I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> the passion. You could cut it with a knife. If they're making out, uh, it's dead silent. It's in pretty this room. hilarious. And I loved also there was a bit of fourth wall here because you saw what else was in the room, which was basically nothing. Yeah. yeah it they're was, just having a nice mega. Whenever anyone's like, why are they so awkward? Just look at that room. No, you really get a feel for it. Yes. Feel some pain for them. They're going through a hard time. This is why Braden lost his mind. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else in that room there's just a little two-seater go sit there there's all this decoration yeah, right around have, it. You know, have a nothing nice open vulnerable conversation yes. do your make out get that good make out yeah, while everyone is around you with yeah. with mics and yeah, lights and totally cameras. normal mm -hmm. one thing i will say is um i'm sure 100 and 10, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. no, you, you didn't wait for it. Careful there. No, 110 million. Uh, okay, million. Okay, mm -hmm. go on. Production clearly prompted him to do this. I almost didn't even want to use my breath to say that. I had to, because I'm the more junior person in the company. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it's obvious to anyone thinking critically that Braden went because he was encouraged to smooth things over with charity to apologize to end things on a good note and i'm going to take it a step further they even choreographed it to interrupt john's kiss oh i like, agree they said that he probably was outside like in the car they're like wait wait for it wait and go oh i'm so proud of you okay. you really you've you've this moment you have officially graduated from junior recapper to recapper <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> nothing is accidental. It's so, not like he just walked in and like, okay, Brayden, just go whenever you want. Just you know what else wasn't accidental? Is the fact that the only way to access the yeah, room- is to go where, through John's kiss. No, the only way to access the room where John and Charity were kissing is to go through, oh, through the, the room where yeah. all the guys are. Yeah, yeah. You cool. think they didn't block off doors strategically to make that oh, happen? Absolutely. He probably had to walk an extra like 300 feet yes. because they needed him to go through the guys' room. Yes. Anyway, he goes in and I'll give him credit. He waits- he, he clearly is waiting. He's like, oh, crap. They made me go in when poor John is kissing her. Like, I, he felt, you could see that he was like, oh, I feel a little bad. And yeah. he waited. Yeah. He did wait. Then he was like, finally, he's like, all right, I got to do this. And he did the thing. He did the thing. First, though, we have to talk about that kiss. Have you ever seen a more passionless kiss in your life? I mean, it was pretty funny. You know what really, really drove it home? What? Was the lack of music. Oh, it made me realize that 
all the other scenes with John leading up to this episode were just smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. I fell for it. I fell. You know, it's not that I thought John was going to go anywhere. He was never in my top four. He was never even a wild card for me. But I was like, John is going to is going to be brought far enough yes. to be a consideration for mm-hmm. Bachelor. And then when we saw them kissing with no music, it was like it's over. Uh, it, like it almost gave me goosebumps in a bad way. It felt like a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so methodical. Yeah, I'm. You know, I got to give her credit. I could never do that. I could never do that. Yeah, it's, she's she's a strong woman. <laughs> and look, this is not a diss on John. John is a very good looking, seemingly like very put together, no. nice, cool, he has one-ish one guy. Very good gear. Yes, and his gear is the he's the best one gear guy I've ever seen. It, yeah, but Charity is doing work. This is work. Yeah, this is not play. It looks like work. Okay, so now Brayden and Charity chat. So the kiss wraps, and they're like. <gasps> And John is and like, Charity's like, thank God. No, it's like, oh, it's Brayden. Oh God, I can't win anywhere. Uh, so John leaves and Brayden and Charity chat. He says he didn't like how he left. He was emotionally charged. He's really sorry. Charity says she respects his feelings, but she wonders if he ever even saw himself at the end of this at all. He says it's nothing she did. And she's like, oh, I know it wasn't me. And he says he was just in over his head. He apologizes. And she's like, okay. It ends in that like terse way where you're both just trying to be adults. But to be honest, nothing Brayden did here. No. He you actually was wrong. I know honestly, that's was, breaking news. I know. I know it sounds like we're biased at this point, but I, I, I stand by it. I want to say things about Brayden that are not nice. I know. And me I too. I, I, same. To me, it was clear that he was encouraged to apologize. He maybe didn't like how, how negative I, their ending was. I want to tell you something about what happened. I, I would like to say something that I felt, a guttural feeling, uh-huh. is that this was the quintessential apology of a gentleman most guys in this situation would have come back for personal reasons they would have been like i'm really sorry i want to try this again oh. or i'm really sorry i want you to see me differently and these are all the reasons why mm-hmm. he literally came back for an unconditional apology for leaving the wrong way and totally. explained to her don't think this is you this is about me yeah like it was like there was no mo yeah and, and that and is even, what no one does almost ever. Yeah, I I mean, I agree. I agree. Anyway, Aaron, meanwhile, is talking about how Brayden is so disrespectful. Andy, you said the guy comes to apologize. So disrespectful. Yeah, terrible. And we start to see John unraveling for the first time. He has more than one gear, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Brayden steamrolls now past them because he has to go past that room yeah. because of the rooms that are blocked off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this maze. Well, it's like those video games where like you have to get somewhere and you went the wrong way, but then you have to go back and go through a room of monsters. Oh. And you're like, oh, great. I have to do that again. Good job, Andy. I liked that one. It's true. Mm. They, they, You think that the good prize or the thing you really need to get to the next level isn't after the room of monsters? Yeah. He needs to make it to his bus. His weirdly brightly lit bus. Yeah, you want to win this game? You want to get us smelling clean? Get through that room of monsters. Uh, Aaron is really confrontational here. Like he blocks his path and Brayden's like slips past him and is like, this is pretty good. Because Aaron's like yelling at him the whole time about how disrespectful he is. And Brayden on his way to the bus is like, you've got a big dick, man. You're good. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I would like a moment of silence to appreciate how good that one was. Oh, that was amazing. He said the exact 
right thing. He never looked back. Really. He never engaged. He never was like chest to chest. No, like, he yeah, really you just go? said, I'm not here for that. Let me go. Yeah, he, wa- he, he just was wants trying- to go home. He, yes. All he wanted to do was apologize to her. And then they made it seem like he was doing this act of disrespect. But really, I have to point out, just if we're going to nitpick the way everyone wants to nitpick Brayden, mm. how did Brayden take away time any more from other people than Aaron did last week? Absolutely. Or Adrian did the week before that. Everyone takes everyone's time away. This is what happens. They're blaming all that time being taken away on Brayden. It was on Adrian and Aaron for reporting to charity about Brayden, which would then be used as a device to take time away from everyone. Yes. Brayden came in. He did what he needed to do. (laughs) And he left. And he got assaulted on the way out, basically, with words and potentially physical threats. Yes. And he there's nothing better than that because he put Aaron in his place. That's exactly what Aaron was doing. Aaron was trying to show he had the biggest dick. And he (laughs) said it in honestly, I felt a little sexual energy for Brayden. (laughs) It was really good. Okay, so Brayden's in the back of the van now. And of course the van's not leaving conveniently. He's like, please let me go. The, the, the driver went out to have a smoke or something. Yeah. Reminded me of one of these. This is just time. Like I tell you, this is a terrible story. Oh. It was, it was very scary for me. Oh. I was driving home from a bar with this girl that I had been dating at the time. She was a little bit, like, a little wild. Okay. And she had taken a glass of champagne from the bar. She just forgot to put it. She was drinking it in the cab. Ooh. Yeah, it was a bad move. It's just, just really. So these guys roll up like very scary looking guys mm-hmm. roll up next to us and he rolls the window down and he says something like sexual about her and she rolls her window down and takes the champagne glass and throws it at his face and it <gasps> breaks on his head. And I was just like, oh, that was too far. And I was like, well, we're in a cab. We just have to go. And the cab driver, guess what he does? He turns off the engine and stops. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh I'm telling you, this happened. And so these guys pull up in front of us, oh, God. stop their car, they get out, four guys uh-huh. and all four of these guys each one of them with one hand could take me uh-huh they open the trunk and take baseball bats out oh my god and they come to my door like this is my fault yeah they come to my door bang on my door which is locked obviously uh-huh. and like open the door and they're holding the bats uh-huh. and i i managed this is one of my great achievements in life uh-huh. i managed to diffuse this situation oh Oh, that doesn't it surprise was, me. I mean, I Andy. It, was, it took everything I had. Andy, it took everything I had. Andy, you had the big stick. I did have the big <laughs> stick. Wow, that was a good callback. Yeah, you had the big stick. Yeah, I did, you, I you, guess. You I had spoke the big stick. wisely. It was a close call. But anyway, this reminded me of that, where the driver is like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. I don't drive. You sit. Ugh. That's what I'm paid to do. I mean, that's pretty ballsy of the cab driver, actually, because, I mean, those baseball I, bats could have landed on his cab. All I can tell you is when those guys got back in their car and drove away, I had some words for that man. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I feel like the words should have been had for the girl. I had words for both of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a... V- I've never heard that story before. Yeah, I've never told it. It's really... I kind of buried that one. It was very scary. That sounds traumatic. I thought I was going to die. Oh, so watching this scene was maybe triggering for you, Andy. That's the first thing I thought of. I was triggered. <sighs> yeah. Okay, so while the bus is sitting there not taking off, John confronts Brayden. 
He's like, dude, no, sorry, bro, pardon me, bro, I'm on the chopping block. He says, you don't do this to another man, bro. (laughs) You can tell that Brayden and John are kind of friends. Like Brayden's like, I'm sorry, man, I just had to do this. It's nothing against you. Like I didn't mean to do that. Mm -hmm. You can tell that he was gentle with him. Yeah, Yeah, they were gentler with each other. Meanwhile, Aaron's in the background, like threatening Brayden and like they're like hurling these threats at each other. And meanwhile, Dotton just looks embarrassed 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 for everyone including himself Uh, so finally the bus takes off and the guys return to the cocktail party and john says sweet 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 john John. sweet boy he says if it's okay with you all i'll be continuing my conversation and they're like oh no yeah that's fine man that's fine (laughs) good luck sorry sorry bro that's fine bro and then of course cue jesse palmer with page one from the handbook not a week can go by where this device is not used he arrives to tell them that the cocktail party is over but a lot of cock not a lot of tail That's actually incredibly true. Mm-hmm. So now John angrily blames Brayden for this situation, which and also I think wrongfully. Yeah. It's I, not Brayden's I, fault that they that the powers that be were like, sweet, I, now I, we can cancel the cocktail party. I gotta be honest with you, I love John, but I think John was doing that thing people sometimes do when they know that they're gonna lose at something and then they see an external thing that they can blame it on. They're like, oh, but it's that. It's that. It's the joystick. <laughs> the joystick was broken. <laughs> My controller isn't working. Hey, John blamed it on the joystick. He knew he was about to lose that game. Oh, but I'm sorry. There's no, We saw that silent kiss. There was no. nothing there. John was done. He John, was done. It was over for John. Yeah. But John did show some rage here. He said, I've never been so disrespected in my life. And Andy, you said 1.2 gear Johnny. <laughs> you got excited. Yeah. Before we get to the rose ceremony, I have to point something out here. Mm-hmm. I'm being very thorough today. Yeah. Xavier says... She has to send people home and she's only talked to half of them. Okay. Xavier. I mean, Xavier. You know, on the surface, you're like, yeah, it's true. Xavier is just on point all the time. We have to analyze what he's really saying here. There's like almost like looking down on the situation instead of being in it. She has to send people home and she's only talked to half of them. It's not about who caused what. It's not about the cocktail and at party ending because of blah, blah, blah. So-and-so he, interrupted too. He's pointing out the blatant truth, which is that... The ultimate speaking softly, but carrying a big stick. Yes. This week, last week, the week before that, she sent people home without having spoken to them. Yep. Who is to blame for that? I'm not blaming Charity. Nope. Who is to blame for that situation? I'm not blaming Brayden either. No. I'm not even... I'm not even blaming Aaron from last week or Adrian from the week before. Yeah. Who's to blame? The powers that effing be. I'm trying yeah. to watch my my language. Yeah, you should. But, no need to say such cuss words. <laughs> but seriously, stellar. the powers that be. Yeah. This is a tool. It's a device. It's yeah. a page from the handbook. Stop getting mad at each other. There's a greater thing at play here. You know what it is? It's a deal with the devil. You get mm-hmm. on the show, it's a classic deal. The devil's like, oh, look at this beautiful banquet I've made for you. You're hungry? Enjoy. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. And then as soon as you eat it, you realize it's all just a hologram. Yeah. Like, what? Is it suddenly too late? Suddenly is it bedtime? Yeah. Has the stress caused Charity to lose her voice? You know what it is? They're always on a rug and the production is always pulling on that rug. <laughs> so true. Yeah. In every which way. You know, like nothing wrong could happen. I'm on a nice rug. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. Now what I called the least suspenseful rose ceremony ever. So going home are John, Michael, and Caleb. And I got to say, I think if John had given more drama throughout, he would have been getting Sean's rose. Absolutely. You know, they showed a little bit of conversation with John, but I think he was a little too diplomatic. Yeah. A little too laid back. Two-gear Johnny goes one step further. Three-gear Johnny might actually win. Or, or might become Bachelor. Meanwhile, Sean, Sean has been very vocal. Sean was willing, remember last week, that, oh my God, that was his audition. Yeah. That's how he got this rose. He returned from his private time with charity, hard one from the Barbie sing-along thing. Yeah. He came back singing and rubbed everyone wrong. We said he did a deal with the devil. This was his prize. He stayed Absolutely. for another week. That song got him another week. <laughs> The, no, the, not the, his. Oh, yeah, the song returning, not the song where he won the time. No, the song, the annoying song, yeah, yeah, where he yeah. comes back singing for no reason. For no reason, yeah. The bouncer rewards not necessarily bad behavior, mm -hmm. but incorrect behavior. Yeah, they reward anything that can give them something to work with. They just want a little a foothold. Just give us something. And Sean proved in that moment that he is more willing to do that than John has been. John hasn't been willing to do that at all. John actually doesn't, he's he's pretty like drama free and he's not enough of a front runner to make up for that. I totally get it. Like I, we, we talk about production a lot, but I get it. I know why they want this. They're hungry for it. They, they've been through this so many times. They're in the trenches. You know what production of this show needs to do? What? They need to do what the Beatles did in the late 60s. They need to go to India mm. to like really like get all holistic and like go on a journey. Yeah. And really find <laughs> themselves and, you know, alternative medicines, yes. alternative religions. They need to have a real experience and change their outlook and come back fresh. Maybe that's what the Golden Bachelor is. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it is. They're like, we need just a total shakeup. We need to stop working with 25-year-olds. Yeah. See what happens. The Maharaji. I that's who I was thinking of. They went to see the Maharaji. <laughs> Caleb in his exit ITM says, I know for a fact one of those men will be her husband and it's going to be perfect. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what's funny about that? Like that sentence. And that's the last time he ever wrestled in the WWF. <laughs> I think the funniest part of that sentence is one of those guys. One of those guys. Yes. If he said, I know for a fact, Dotton's going to be her husband. It's going to be perfect. Then I'd be like, wow, that's so sweet. One of those guys, it immediately loses all meaning, that yeah. sentence. It's like, you know what? I left the bowling game, but I know that one of those pins is definitely going to go down. <laughs> it's utterly meaningless. Yeah, everyone's the same. It's, yeah. Musical chairs. Any One guy. of those guys will be her husband. It'll be perfect. Oh, yeah. It takes a lifetime to find a life partner. And even then, most of the time, it doesn't work out mm -hmm. that great. Yeah. And one of those guys. Yeah, any guy. Any guy. It's fine. One of those guys. One of those guys. <laughs> John in his ITM wipes away a tear. And Andy, you said, ooh, 1.4 gear, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> and during the preview for the rest of the season, this is where we felt that the season is short. Yeah, we, has to be. For episode four, for us to be down to six... I, I haven't been reading stuff, so maybe this has been public knowledge, but I'm struck. I feel like I'm there were, shook uh, by how short this season is. I honestly feel there were seasons we've seen where at episode four, there were like 15 guys yeah. left. Well, let's move on, Andy, to the credits. I hardly want to get this airtime, so we're going to plow through this. Jesse Palmer wears a Bigfoot outfit yeah. and is seen trudging around the forest. And then there's some acting. He, he, says, does some acting. he does some acting. He does some acting. Where he says, I don't want to do this again. They make him do it again. I do not want to talk about that. So let's move on to Andy's A-game. Who is your winner, Andy? 
I was okay. So I, I felt like people are going to come at me if I gave it to Braden again. Uh-huh. So I kind of did want it to give it to Braden, but it's a complicated A game. There's a lot of things going on. I'm giving. Well, yeah, no, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. The only reason why I'm, I think Braden should not have been convinced to return to apologize. Yeah. That's sh- the, for me, his one big miss, even though he meant well and he did mean well, I 100% believe he came back just to apologize. He meant 100% well. No. I still think he should have known better knowing how this was all used against him in the first place. Yeah, but that's more, like you that's learn a conceptual the A game. Yeah. I'm talking about A game, what happens right in the room. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter why he ended up there. I'm saying what he did, generally speaking, I couldn't have improved much upon what Brayden did this this mm-hmm. episode, but I, but as far as a game, I'm gonna I'm gonna move away from Brayden. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Xavier. Yeah, I will say something about Xavier. Xavier, in my experience with this franchise, I have rarely seen a more flawless progression than I've seen with Xavier. Yeah. Xavier has done literally not one thing wrong, and by wrong, I don't mean wrong necessarily for the show. Like he said all the right things and. If anything, if the anything, opposite. No, yeah, he's just been Xavier. Yeah, he's been the guy. He, he there. I want to see more Xavier. I want to see more Xavier. Yeah. How often can you say that? Yeah. Put it this way: If you showed me Xavier, like all the things I've seen except the knitting, and someone asked me, "What do you think Xavier's hobby is?" I'd say knitting. <laughs> I wouldn't, but you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, Andy. It's time for our word watch. There were only two right reasons. Yeah. Still. No, two. that was you're getting off easy here. <laughs> I don't know about next week. Mm. Okay, so there were a total of 159 correct guesses. And the winner of the prize of $150 worth of LMNT, zero sugar electrolytes, including their insider bundle and water bottle, such an awesome prize. I had mm-hmm. some this morning, is Jody B6855. Jody J O D I. I knew a Jody B6855. <laughs> Lovely woman. Back in the day. Lovely woman. Jody B6855, you are the winner. Congratulations. Please email us by this Friday to at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, do you have a word for next week? I do. And that word is family. Whew. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I it's forgive you. Okay, so we have a very exciting prize for next oh, week. Oh, yeah. The prize for next week is... A cozy earth we reached out to. You guys know we love our cozy earth. Cozy earth is undeniably great. Yes, Andy's wearing their pants right now. Our bed sheets are for them. Our towels are by them. Well, you have a chance to win their eight-piece waffle bath bundle, a $220 value. We love these towels. They air dry so mm. fast. They're just Beautiful awesome. Towel. They also have like a bit of exfoliating to them that I love. Oh, but let's best. say you're like, oh, I just bought towels or I love my towels. I don't need towels. You can also... Also, if you choose, put that money towards something else from Cozy Earth. So $220 value. That's unbelievable. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So to enter, you must guess correctly the number of times the word family is uttered in episode five. You will guess using the numeral. Do not write once or twice or thrice. You must comment below this YouTube video or on the Instagram post for this recap. Do not email us. Do not DM us. So comment using the numeral and you must include either family and or word watch in your comment. Finally, you must enter by this Friday at midnight to qualify. Yes. All right. Exciting. Yeah. Finally, Andy, our predictions. We're going to plow through this yeah. because I think it's you know, there's only six people left. We're going to be on the same page. Who do you have in your top spot? Dotton. Same. Who do you have in second? 
Joey. Same. Who do you have in third? Xavier. Same. <laughs> and who do you have in fourth? Always bullshitting. <laughs> Okay, so Aaron in fourth, meaning that we predict Sean and Tanner will be going home next. Going out on a limb here. Okay, that's a wrap, Andy. That's it. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. I'm going to say it again, even though I said it at the top, I remember. (laughs) Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify. Podcast ratings and reviews tell your friends and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.